You're listening to The Casey and Sean Show, Business After Hours Podcast, an in the raw podcast for the hungry and driven entrepreneur. And now, without further ado, Casey Anderson and Sean Campbell. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's Sean and Casey with Business After Hours in the Raw. Hi, Sean. How are you? What's up, Casey? Welcome back. I know. It's been a minute. I feel like it probably hasn't been. It just feels like it. I can still smell laughing on you. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. That's terrible. I've been thinking that because I'm telling you, like I inhaled so much of Laughlin through my mask the entire time I was there. The first thing I did when I walked in the house, I didn't even pet my poor puppy who first time, first time being away from me for three days since I brought her home. Didn't even pet her. Literally stripped everything down. My suitcase, my backpack, my mask, everything, even stuff I didn't wear straight into the washing machine. <laughs> Two washes it took to get the smell of Laughlin. Really? Oh, it was bad. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool. Did you come back to big winner? No. no. I'm always a winner, but on this trip, I did not. <laughs> no. Well, welcome back, and thanks for the uh, shot glass. You're welcome. Put it next to your autograph base. <laughs> I love it. It's like a Casey like the shrine case, the going Casey on. The Casey corner. <laughs> the Casey corner in Sean's office. It's not that kind of corner Casey hangs out at. <laughs> Casey doesn't like to be put in a corner. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? The, you, big, the big conversation. The tough conversation. The tough conversations. Tough conversations. And I think one of the reasons why I suggested this, Casey... Because this is like one of my biggest things I'm working on this year. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> like saying no, accepting right. what you can take on. Right. And, and a lot of it stemmed from, uh, I think I shared this with you, a Matthew McConaughey podcast I listened to. When actually, he was a guest on Tim Ferriss. Okay. And uh, he had a quote that I did not like understand at first. It hit me and it resonated, but I didn't know why. But it's something along the lines that, you know, I don't want to be known as um, a nice guy, um, just uh, known as a, a guy of integrity, you know. So actually it's backwards. I, I want to be known as a man of integrity and not necessarily the nicest guy. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, what do you really mean by that? And um, it kind of hit me a day or two later. And, you know, part of the conversation was that he just wants to be honest and upfront. And have that conversation up front instead of kind of dwelling on it and let it permeate. And then everybody's upset at the end. Setting expectations. Setting expectations, yeah. yeah. But I think you can have integrity and be nice, too. You can do it nicely. You know, because yeah. sometimes you need that. Diplomatically. Right, diplomatically. Um, somebody, uh, I belong to what's called like an, an entrepreneurial forum. It's a group that we meet every month. And we talked about how I could handle that. And somebody gave me a nice suggestion. It's like, she said, when you approach one of these conversations, start off with, I know you didn't really mean it this way, or I know you didn't mean to do this. That way you're kind of letting the other person off the hook. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of setting it up as a non-confrontational conversation. Depending on what they did, though, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, so many times I think, and I guess we'll start with the client. So many yeah. times a client will come to you and have a whole wad of mess and just think, have the expectation that overnight mm-hmm. you can fix it. And I think that's one of the toughest things that comes up is 
the client's willingness to be open to what you have to suggest right. and be willing to follow through and invest in those changes. Right. And it's something I learned to have the expectations up front. I, I, I communicate with each one of my clients. I give a monthly type of report. And even within that, I give the definitions of the metrics I'm reporting on to remind them why these metrics are important. Um, so I think I, I work hard to alleviate that potential of that conversation. Most of the times, my tough conversations come from strategic partners. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you and I share or know of some shared strategic partners that you know we, we've worked with and um, I had something that just this week where uh, a shared client is bypassing this quote-unquote strategic partner with subletting the work to me, but this client doesn't want to work with that person anymore. So he fired him and is going straight with me. You know what I mean? How did you handle that? How did I handle mm -hmm. it? I handled it well. I'm getting paid directly from the client. I know, but... How did I handle the strategic... I, I told him it was his fault, and it was. Because he doesn't know how to handle clients. And I gave him a long list of people that he's pissed off. Well, one of them was probably you. And it, no, it was uh, somebody you met one time. It just, he didn't rub off the right way. With you. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have to like put this list. It didn't take me long to put a list of 10 people together that just don't want to work with them. You know, so, so do you think that affects your relationship with this strategic partner? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's pissy for a while. You know, he's, you know, he could sit in his corner and wallow. It's fine. But at the same time, that conversation I had with him today would not have taken place this time last year. I would have wallowed on it. And just it would have. You would have sat in the Casey corner. Was like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what happened. But I don't know what happened. He, he, the client doesn't. The client literally told me, it's so much easier to talk to you. You listen. Whereas so-and-so doesn't. It it's important to listen. Yeah. 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 It's important to listen. And um, so how are you going to overcome like that challenge? Because obviously that person was supposed to be providing a certain part of the services, right? Yeah. And he still provides those services. Um, and I still do what I do. But instead of going to him and then he cuts me his part, He's bypassing him and going straight to me. So then you pay this partner? No. He's kind of not completely on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. There you go. It's not my fault. <laughs> you know, don't I, partner I, up I with Sean. Jeez. No, I really don't I'm feel bad kidding. about it. I wouldn't the, feel bad. Because the, the client doesn't... Do, honestly, this guy's really cool to get along with. He really is. He's an older guy. And he's very old school, but he's so open to learning new stuff. It's just a matter of finding the right words to compare the way he's used to doing it to what it translates in today, you know. And he really appreciated that. Uh, I've never been told this. I, 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 you know, would talk to this guy and he would just cut me off and get mad because I didn't understand. But you explain things well. I get it now. I understand why you're running these ads a certain way. I get why we can't do this and why we're doing this. Before, I was just told to shut up. You right. Know? So, no, I don't feel bad. No, Sorry. you shouldn't. That's good. <laughs> but I think there's also, like, a balance, too, right? right. Like, you don't want to be just the yes man all the time. 
and um, to acquire the end game of just having the clients direct because that can set you up in a position. I don't too. think being a yes man is. Uh, I, I don't think there's. A, I don't think there's no such thing today as a yes man. Really? Yeah. I see it all the time. People are like, yes, 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 no, yes. No, no, yes. you, you say yes to all the, the things that you know that you can help with, but you set expectations. Right. You know? Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say yes to everything. I mean, you're not going to say yes for somebody's going to come in and say, yeah, remember that, that event you helped us out with? Well, we have a new uh, group, and we're <laughs> going to pay you a third of the amount. <laughs> yes! Sign me up. I'm in. You say yes to the right things. I try to. Right, you do. Exactly. Yeah, but but you don't. You're not going to. Sometimes I say yes to the wrong. But you know your too. value. Yes. You know. I do know my value. Yes. Are you just saying yes just to say yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I I think if you set yourself up as being a yes person, you're setting yourself up to fail big time. I agree. I think yeses need to come with expectations. In corporate, yeah, you'd be the yes person, but as a business owner, no. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. So that's a good one. Yeah. I, I, I did my good piece of advice for the month. It's all, you're, you're <laughs> that's taking, it? You're no. taking it from here. All right. I, I might need a drink for this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I that much more bored? This I is don't. my 54th day without alcohol. I know. I'm so proud of you. Can I get this up? Yeah. You're the only person that I miss having a drink with. Aw, <laughs> oh, thanks. I love to drink. You're the only person. Not I'm overly, but. Everybody else, I can be. It's fun to drink. Yeah. As long yeah. as you do it responsibly. But, but, like, when you're on the way here, I'm like, ah, uh, I should go grab a beer. Nah, I can't. I'm no. Almost I'm almost you're done. almost there. Only three weeks. Three more weeks. Three more weeks. Three more podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Three more podcasts before this becomes exciting for us. Then it will be fun again, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so stick with us. Sean's We're supporting Sean. <laughs> we'll make sure we keep the subject light on those days. <laughs> So what are some other tough questions? Tough tough conversations. Or tough to conversations. Um, how about with directly with the clients themselves? You know, when they're adamant about the, that they are correct or when they quite honestly didn't listen to something you had to say and things were going wrong. You know, I'm sure you've had that occur a few times. How many times I mean that does happen a lot. I think a lot of business owners get put in situations often where things don't go as the client expected or wanted right and ultimately they'll come back and like it's because of you right, right, right. and so that can make people very uncomfortable mm -hmm. but i think as long as you have good communication we talk about that a lot over communicate with your clients establishing those expectations then you can really have something to base your response off right, of right but you shouldn't just close that door and walk away. Always stand up for yourself and your brand. Yeah. Always stand up for your business. I mean, definitely, if you've done something wrong, mm -hmm. be ahead of it. I tell people that all the time. If you've made a mistake somewhere down the road or if it's a customer service issue or something right. like that, own up to it before the client even brings it to your attention. Right. Say, hey, you know, I mean, we're all human. Nobody is perfect and that's expected. Mm -hmm. Um, but own up, get in front of it, and similar thing, if a client comes back and, well, this isn't what I wanted, well, based on these conversations, mm -hmm. you know, and, and these communications, this is this is what you wanted, right. and 
um, and go from there. And sometimes you're just going to get those people that just don't get it. Mm -hmm. They have every other person in the world in their ear, basically, telling them that they could do it different or better or it could make them money overnight. And that's honestly not the way it works. Right, right. I I think what's important is that, especially what you and I do, when we're kind of reporting to our clients what we do, that they need to understand that if they share those reports with somebody else in a different area, that, 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 uh, that information could be misinterpreted mm-hmm. or miscommunicated. You know, um, I, I think we both have clients that have done that. And we have a question on a monthly basis, why this, why that? And I know it's not coming from them. Right. But it's coming from somebody else who doesn't understand what we're doing. Right. You know, so. Or hasn't been part of the total overall plan. Right, right. There's the same person I was talking about. He and I share a client, and uh, he, he actually almost uh, he misled the client uh, about something on his Facebook ad that he saw. And the ad was positioned the way the client wanted it. And then it, 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 it kind of getting deep into this, but he almost made me lose my client. Because I'm like, well, why are you doing this? Because that's what you told me to do. Well, how come we're not doing it like this? I'm like, wait, it's not coming from me. It's coming from somebody else. Right. It? And that's usually, that's yeah. that's why it's so important to build a relationship <clears throat> with right. clients. I spend probably 50% of the time in client relationships building that relationship. Yeah. Because you have to be able to have an open communication and two-way street Especially nowadays when a lot of things are done over Zoom or phone calls and not in person. Um, There can be a lot up to interpretation, basically. So I think it comes back to that relationship that you build with your client. um, Because then you can have those conversations. Like, I could call you and be like, oh, Sean, you totally messed this up. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is this. This isn't what I wanted. And you're not going to be like, oh, my gosh. You know, you're going to be like, oh, shoot, say sorry, here you go, or whatever, you know. And that's important to have that with both clients, suppliers, vendors, customers, employees, whatnot. Yeah, and it comes down to what you were saying a few episodes ago. You know, it's it's investing time in the touch and base with your clients. You know, if you have that rapport, then it's way easier to have that quote-unquote tough conversation. Those conversations become very casual. Absolutely. Um, and it gives them yeah. an opportunity to give feedback. And feedback is key to yeah. any successful business yeah. relationship. And I think especially where you and I are at, we're always going to run into somebody that was maybe a former client. Absolutely. So I always keep in contact with those former clients. When I see them out and about, I always make sure I initiate the conversation. Because I don't want that awkwardness. Yeah. You know, And honestly, they always come back. They usually always do, but sometimes you don't want them back. Like, it's okay. Like, that's also a tough conversation. Like, you know, we've both been in positions where people are like, oh, you, you know, I expected to be a millionaire overnight. Well, that's not realistic for anybody, even in Laughlin, okay? Um, But Would you have come back if you won, like, a million-dollar jackpot? Well, I would have to. I have a child. (laughs) Sent for him. Sent for him to Laughlin? That wouldn't be my final resting place. Sent the limo. (laughs) Um, yes, I would have come back. We're moving on last one. No. Um, but there are those situations, again, to have a response. So many clients are like, oh, you know what? This isn't the direction I want to go. I could be like, go F yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or 
you can be more diplomatic and say, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And, you know, I'm here if I can help you in the future. Period. And, like, no hard feelings. Right. Like, it's not, you know, it's not like a marriage, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, if it was like a marriage, it would be worse. It could be. I mean, but I've seen certain things, too, where you're right. There is that awkwardness. Now, I don't go and necessarily touch former clients Mm -hmm. um, on a consistent basis, but certainly if they call, I'll I'll answer, you know, or I'll respond. If I see them out in the community, absolutely. Hey, how's it going? Um, But I wouldn't say spend a lot of time necessarily. If they're on like your newsletter or whatever, keep them on there. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, I keep them on a newsletter and I buy the, uh, the, the good ones, because there's always good former clients. Absolutely. Always invited to the events and stuff like that. So there's a few that are going to our event this week. I'm excited about that. Yeah. We have a lot of great people attending. We have a lot of good people coming to our event. I'm going to try to get this podcast out. Like I know it's only maybe a day's notice, but I'll get it out tomorrow. So, you know, in case anybody's listening. Come to our event at the Saints Club yeah. this Thursday. Yeah. Try to pre-register. Yep. I am uh, the... Who's going first? I think I am. I think you're, you're going first. And then then uh, you. I'm kind of a dull moment. And then Laura. And then we have amazing Laura Reese yeah. coming. She's excited. It's going to be good. We it's should try to get really some of this on video. We should try to get some of it on video. I wonder if Danny's available. We should call him. <laughs> Danny, are you listening? I'm gonna, I'll give you a beer, Danny. Come <laughs> on, so. so, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So, what happens when you have that tough conversation um, and it just gets worse? Have you ever had one of those? Absolutely. What do you do? I think it depends on what the conversation is about. So give me an example. Well, what I do real quick, if it's on my phone, oh, I'm losing reception. (laughs) (laughs) And then it never happens. But what if, you know, you're having a tough conversation, the client is questioning something you're doing, and they just totally don't agree with it, or a strategic partner, you're at odds with this strategic I have more tough conversations with the partnerships than I do with clients. I can't yeah. think of one bad conversation. I've, ever, I've had uncomfortable conversations, but not bad. With more with strategic partners when it comes to like the creative process. Or I, I try to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. I never question somebody who does SEO or something else, why they do what they do or how they do it. I just like accept it. Mm-hmm. But when people question me on what I do when they don't do what I do, then I get upset. Well, I wouldn't say get upset. Cause I, I do get pissed. The reason that they get the reason that they're questioning is they they have some sort of ulterior motive or agenda, right? right, right ultimately, right, right. So, I think at the in those situations, you kind of say, you know what, that's great, you feel that way, but I'm going to take this up directly with the client. That mm-hmm. that's the person who pays me, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when a conversation with a client gets more and more in depth and maybe a little more tougher, tough, right? Uh, more tough. Tough A. Tough A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it, but that's okay. Today. <laughs> <Some tough A. laughs> you know, I think that there comes a point, and I've had to do this before, where it is, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be in a position to defend myself because I don't really think if you put it out on the table and you've set those expectations and some basically what a client is doing or someone is trying to do at that point is back you into the corner. Right. 
and make, puts you in a defense. Right. I always like to stay in offense. So I'll say, you know, yeah, I'm really sorry you feel that way. You know, I, I understand. I don't think we see eye to eye on this. So maybe it's better that we just, you know, go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. And however I can help with that transition, I'm happy to. Because now what's happened is the ball is no longer in my court. Right. The ball's in their court. So then they're faced in that position to say, oh, crap, I really think she could help me and I want to continue working with her. Or, you know what, I'm going to go because I'm so stuck on this thing that I'm going to go the other way. And more likely than not, what ends up happening, except for the really, really stubborn clients, which why would you want to do business with them anyway, Mm -hmm. is eventually they realize somewhere down the road, Mm -hmm. oh, crap, I made a wrong decision. Now, again, the ball comes back to your court and you have to decide, knowing the personality of this client or supplier, do I want to sign back up with that? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I want to sign up, but on modified terms, and these are my terms. Or, you know what, let me give you a couple of referrals to people <laughs> that do the same thing. Sean, this is your guy. So when you have a tough conversation coming up, you wake up in the morning, is this something you knock out first thing in the morning, or you wait till later, then have a shot at the field and do it? <laughs> so I never sit on things because I have too many other things going on. Okay. It depends. If I have a meeting set... Yeah. Then I'll wait until the meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not, if it's something that should be addressed pretty quickly. Because the problem is if you don't address things quickly and with agility, and one of the topics that I'm going to talk about in terms of marketing overall on Mm -hmm. Thursday Mm -hmm. is right now in today's market, you have to be agile. You have to jump on it. Don't hesitate. Make it the first thing you do in the morning. Get it done with. Make it the first point of action or whatever do, do you um, do you have a tough conversation coming up Sean then no I don't no I don't but I, no, I, I, I've actually changed my strategy where if I wake up in the morning I know it's uh, I need to have a conversation like that I want it done before 10 yeah you know? and the only reason why I wake that late because I'm about by 4 now right it's because I want to uh, you know just get a person some time to get up and have a coffee or whatever you know be awake you know, otherwise I'd have it before six. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always try to stick within business. Hours. Yeah, otherwise yeah, it's like a yeah. Little so, no, I mean, I, I've completely changed, you know, my approach to it. Um, it's a lot easier than it was. Yeah. And it turns out, it always turns out, right? It does. yeah. There's yeah. no harm, no foul. Like, it's a conversation. And right. it's like every human interaction. Some people are going to mesh well. Other people's are, are, are not. Yeah. 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 Not everybody, not every business in the world is going to do business with you. Not right. every supplier right. in the world is going to do business with right. you. Right. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to have a tough conversation with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. Let's, let's see. Let's That's do the last let's, one. Let's do a role play. Sean's like, hold on. Maybe I do need a joke. Okay. See? Uh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny is I do kind of have that, I don't want to say brand, but people have a really hard time like having those, con- and I don't know if it's, you know, I, I can't believe they're not scared, but it's <laughs> funny to it's me because there are it's like scared. people it's that scared. are like, but why? Like in fear of 
I think like I'm not going to stab them in the middle of the night. Like I'm not like for one. For one, I mean, for the record, I I wouldn't feel like there would be such things a tough conversation between me and I. We're very upfront with each other. Yeah, we're super upfront. But if I did have a fear, it would be for the retaliation. (laughs) Retaliation. I am so not like that. I think it's funny. You are not like that. A retaliation. I will never play a joke on you again. Oh, well, okay. Okay, like a funny retaliation is different than like an aggressive, like a retaliation. Yeah, I am good at retaliation. Yeah, you are. But not in the business. Like, I guarantee there are people, like, um, I have a past client that has a very niche market. Like, I'm not going to start a business in that market to try to put him under, you know? I. Yeah. I just do what I do, and it speaks for itself, and if people see that it is retaliation, so yeah. be it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really mean it like that. <laughs> people are, though. I know. I, I'm, like, I'm very aware of, like, like clients will just, like, text me and not even, like, pick up, uh, like, I don't even want to, I can't attend this event because I know she's going to be there. I'm, like, weird. Like, I am the most, like, sexy, I'm sorry. open, like, nice, like, available, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We're, I have we'll, a very we'll have tough to address man. that sometimes. I oh, know. Yeah. I have a whole podcast dedicated to why 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 we're afraid of you. <laughs> why, why are, we should have guests on and stuff. That would be fabulous. Yeah, we all trying to confess. The confessions. The confessions. Why we're afraid of Casey. Why we're afraid of Casey. Yeah, yeah. My son's afraid of me, but that's good. See that dude, I can understand yeah, why yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just think it's Your I think neighbors? it's great. You know, honestly, I do actually pretty much know No, my neighbors are great. Um I pretty much kind of know. I think in for the most part, and I could mm-hmm. be completely off base, but I'm a pretty intuitive woman. Mm-hmm. I think in most part they know what I've provided and even if it was a consultation or the information I provided, they knew know what they received from me was of great value. Yeah. And a lot of them either want to take it and run with it on their own. Try to run. Well, try to right. run with it on their own without having an expense. Mm-hmm. Or they know the information that I've provided is the right track, Mm -hmm. but they have other obstacles and they can't stand up or overcome those obstacles. And so it's almost like a shame call to me, not necessarily like a aggressive, like a scared call to me. So I'm very in tune to that, which I'm always like very, you know, I have to confess, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what triggered this right now, but I did I didn't necessarily avoid a conversation, but I did avoid it because I knew because this person's not a client. Somebody that took up two tickets to our event last month but didn't show up, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But this person scheduled a consultation with me last week. You know, a Zoom consultation, took up my time, scheduled half hour or an hour, whatever it is, right? Sure enough, I'm waiting on their five, ten minutes, no show, no call, no show. I send this person an email. Guess what? My time's worth just as much as yours. <laughs> Did you forget about her Zoom? And he actually called, but I didn't pick it up because I was so pissed. You know, 
he's done it to me over the years, I don't know, a handful of times. Yeah, you know what I mean? So then what you do, Sean, this is great. This is this is going along the tough conversations. Mm-hmm. So the next time this person calls and wants to have a consultation, yeah. you then say, because you're free, you've already taken the opportunity for my free consultation slot, your next consultation is huh, $50, yeah. $100. I haven't paid for it ahead of time. Absolutely. Okay. It creates value, yeah. and they will all be damned if they don't show up that second time. Yeah. And have them prepay for it in order to schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Good let's, advice. Let's call them right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's get them on the line. Let's get them on the line. Where's our switchboard operator when we need her? <laughs> that's what we need. We do. Switchboard operator. My girl that's in Tennessee well. is just dying to do it for us. Really? That'd be pretty cool. Does she have like a heavy Tennessee accent? <laughs> no. Then what would it be worth? But she would be great. She would be great. She would be a good asset to our little podcast. Yeah, it would yeah. be pretty funny. Yeah. Do you think she'd buy in or would she, would she have to be kind of on Zoom while she's doing this? I think we could probably just we figure out a way in. to like pipe Once her. we get big enough, we could fly her in. That would be great. Yeah. And then she could switchboard, and yeah. and we could play like with the conversation because she would she's a bulldog. She'll get them on the phone. I what promise you that. She is just waiting for us to become wow. great. Wow. Yeah. She, she she needs a boyfriend. Well, she's married. <laughs> she's married in that state. So well, she probably needs a boyfriend too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that. That's a whole nother podcast. Oh, another podcast. Jeez. All right. Well, this was a good conversation. It was a good I hope conversation. I somebody out there that was uh, in a predicament. There are other ones, too, though, like yeah. employee productivity. Oh, yeah. You know, things yeah. like that. That is a whole nother part of it. Yeah. If you have an accountant that's stealing from you. I mean, there's so mm. many other types of conversations that yeah. are tough in business. Yeah. If you have a supplier that you've used for years because mm. your parents used them when they had the business or whatever, and now they've jacked up the prices mm. to take advantage of you. Um, there's just a lot of different, if there's inappropriate social media happening with your employees, yeah. that's a good one. Here's a good one. How do you have a con- conversation with somebody, especially during our era today? Unfortunately, people that have differences in political views I mean, it escalates so quickly. I have, I, mean, I, I, I really try it. to avoid anything political or religious. I mm-hmm. really try to avoid it as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Um, if someone asks, I'll say these are my foundations. These mm-hmm. are my morals and values. Um, and they do translate over to my business. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Treat everybody like you'd want to be yeah. treated, yeah. etc. But if they start, mm-hmm. you know, going on a Mm-hmm. tangent over especially like right. the political environment right now yeah. i'll say you know the, the i really would prefer not to have this conversation with you yeah. and i'd like to keep our yeah. relationship respectful on yeah. you know on behalf i say of i stand very much like the cheese because i'm very swiss <laughs> <laughs> there's that that was good huh <laughs> you don't suck when you don't drink <laughs> There's that, uh, and there we have it, guys. In three more weeks, my jokes should be a lot. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess until next time. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Casey and Sean Show Business After Hours Podcast. Like us on Facebook at the Casey and Sean Show Podcast.